Hello everyone, my name is Michael, and welcome back to Exploitation in the End Zone. Today's episode is on trying to tamper where college athletes end up going to school. The National Collegiate Athletic Association, or the NCAA, is the organization in charge of major college sports teams in the United States, along with a couple of schools in Puerto Rico and one school in Canada. And the NCAA has some very strict rules about how schools are allowed to persuade student-athletes to end up committing to their college. Some of these rules are that the athlete may not practice with the team that they are visiting during their visit to the team's facilities. The athletes also may not receive any money from the school besides being offered an athletic scholarship to said school. The student's high school coach must allow for the college coach to approach the student-athlete before they are allowed to talk. And until the student is in their grade 11 year or their junior year of high school, the college coaches cannot call the student, but may pick up the phone if the, if the student calls them. Now, recently, Louisiana State University, or LSU, was hit with multiple penalties as they broke a number of rules while recruiting for their football team. An athlete's mother was planning on moving to Baton Rouge if her son decided that he wanted to play for LSU, so she asked the coach for neighborhoods that were good areas to live in. The coach mentioned that the neighborhood that he lived in was pretty good and said that he would greet them if they were in the area. This violated the NCAA's dead period rules where coaches may not interact with athletes or their families after a certain date or time. This coach also gave this athlete LSU gear from his own home, which is in direct violation of the inducement rules. Another example of recruiting rules being broken was in 2020 when the University of Florida Gators football program was hit with multiple fines and a reduced number of recruiting days. This was punishment for the head coach and the assistant coach as they held in-person meetings with high school coaches while potential recruits were in the room with them. This is violation of the NCAA's rules against off-campus recruiting, as off-campus visits are not allowed until after a football prospect's junior year of high school. The head coach also texted the athletes, telling them that he was coming to their high school for a visit. The coaching staff of the Florida Gators had impermissible contact with approximately 127 prospects when seven non-scholastic football teams visited the campus and toured the football facilities on their way to a tournament in Tampa. The assistant coach had several impermissible contacts with prospects. All of these violated the NCAA's rules about who was allowed to visit and when. Now, my third example is the University of Michigan Wolverines football and ba basketball team violating a number of recruiting rules. On June 1st, 2021, which is the day that the recruiting dead period ended, the coaches could evaluate prospects in person. A Michigan football assistant coach posted on social media about a camp he'd be, he'd be working at that evening. He was reminded that he was not allowed to post that and delete the post, however, it was too little, too late. He was verbally reprimanded and given a review of the relevant NCAA rules. He was cautioned to be more thoughtful regarding future social media posts. Neither the Big Ten, the conference that Michigan plays in, nor the NCAA attacked on any more to the punishment. So he got off a bit lightly in my opinion, but at least he got some form of warning. Michigan did another thing wrong with their basketball team this time. As in July of 2021, six basketball players had a meal with an agent, and according to documentation, 
were told to pay for their own meals so as to not break any of the recruiting rules. However, the agency had already prepaid just under 200 US dollars per student athlete, which is a problem, so the university reimbursed the agency for each athlete. These basketball players then got into more trouble as three of them were given impermissible lodging from the head men's basketball coach at a value of 44 US dollars per person. The head coach was issued an admonishment, and the student athletes were declared ineligible to play until they were reinstated by the NCAA. Now, I'm going to give you my opinion on the on these rules. I believe that these rules are very important to the success of different schools and the NCAA in general, as it makes sure that some of, some of the smaller universities have a chance to recruit high potential athletes who could be very good for their program and they have just as much chance of that as the bigger universities without having to resort to paying a player to join them. These rules also try to prevent and punish the universities that do things that they shouldn't be doing. The rules are not perfect and many things that I can't be speaking of on the podcast have happened but they do their best and for what it's worth they do a very good job. Now, I have been Michael, and thank you for listening to Exploitation in the End Zone today. I hope you join me again for episode 4 coming to you very soon. Goodbye.